Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Strike up the band. We are back at it yet again. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. This is not some popsicle stand. No, no, no. 
No, this is not tedious. This is not unpleasant. This is not dull. And if it is, we're doing it wrong. If it is, we're doing it wrong. It is the fifth hour with Ben Maller. No sinister plan here. Just marginal podcast talk, even on the weekends. No days off. No days off. And we are joined yet again by my new podcast partner. He doesn't know it yet, but the other guy quit. Ryan is in the house, the great Ryan Smith. What's going on? Mr. McBain, as he's known on Twitter, the wrestling legend. Why are you quoting Bill Belichick? No days off. Really? That's a great that's a great quote. What are you talking about? It's a great that sums up my radio career. No days off. Uh, so you're a cheater like Bill Belichick or Bill Belichick believes in gamesmanship. Yeah, okay. Is what he believes yeah, in. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just pointing that out. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. I I love all those cheesy catchphrases. Do your job. No days off. Steal those signs. Yeah. All that oh, stuff. stop. Yeah. What is it's like yeah. a Greek tragedy. Yeah. Bill Belichick's Please. favorite team is the Astros, by the way. No, it, no, it's that's not true. No, no, he does not have any hobbies at all. The only thing he likes is watching like civil, not civil war, but like World War II documentaries. Yeah, he sure. loves war documentaries. That's sure he about does. it. Yeah, that's okay. true. He has no life. I don't. That's that's what I've heard. I don't know. Do you know him? I don't know. I've no. I've never met him. I, I know he cheats. He does not cheat. Stop. He's gotten. Popped like three times. No, oh. please. That, they're all bull crap. The, the air pressure one was the most ridiculous of them all. The air pressure one, like the, you know, the remember the NFL said after that they're like, well, we're going to investigate and we're going to give back the results of all the air pressure readings, thinking that the, you know, the Patriots did something illegal, and they didn't release that data because. It was bull crap. The Colts were so paranoid. Oh. They had patrioticus and and those idiots in Indianapolis. And when the NFL went deep into the weeds and investigated, oh. they determined there was not. It was the uh, whatever the gas law was. I forget uh -huh. the, the the name of it. But uh, listen, you're a patriot hater. How they, dare you, dude? There's video evidence of people stealing the footballs. There's like even text messages, and then when the NFL was like, "Yo, well, Tom, let me see oh, your phone." Oh, there's text messages. Oh my God, there's text messages. His name oh was, my God. His name was the Deflator. Stop the it. The Deflator. Oh my goodness, the Deflator. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because you have some superpower with a deflated ball. My God, come on. Oh, dude, How dare this... you? You're better than that. <laughs> You're better than that, Ryan. Oh my God. How bad is it? Like, how shady are you if you're playing in the AFC East, AFC East, whatever, for 20 years and it's total trash and you still have to cheat? Pathetic. Well, listen, pathetic. You, call it, you call it cheating. I believe dude, it's game, dude, gamesmanship. Dude, I'm going with the gamesmanship. They were even, um, they got caught recording the Bengals, too. Dude, oh, stop yeah, cheating. Yeah. That was for a documentary on <laughs> Patriots.com. Oh, yeah, what are you yeah, talking a about? Documentary. Come on. Yeah, yeah, they were doing a, do a coach's documentary. <laughs> yeah. Were, that's what they cheat. were doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you are you are fired up today, right? What I'm what mad. I hate the Patriots. I hate Boston. Wow. Listen, that is... You said I worked, I've done local radio. What is wrong with you? What, I go from a Lakers suck up to an anti Boston guy. Is that right? Oh, I am all anti Boston. No, no, listen, you understand. The, the Boston, the way they treat sports in Boston is the right way to treat sports. Yeah. It is mm. it's like a religion. Yeah. It is like a religion. 
the way they they uh, they follow sports. But it's a religion where they'll like spit a loogie in your face if they don't like it. Yeah, especially if you're black too. So. Oh, stop! Please okay. stop! All right, listen. Uh, that was that was true at one point, but that's a, that's an that's an that's an antiquated take. Boston's not. Boston's one of the most woke towns out woke? there. What are you talking about? Dude, yes, the Reds. You know what? They have more colleges in Boston. There are more college okay. students in Boston than anywhere else. All the Ivy League okay. uh, morons over at Harvard and all that. Have you? You've been, when's the last time you were in Boston? Uh, I don't know. Uh, a couple years ago. Okay. When you were listen, I've been to Boston many times. I'm not listen. I I I go around Boston. I, everyone's like all uh, educated, uh, all uh, Heidi okay. tidy, all uh-huh. that nonsense. Dude, it's all that crowd in when you're walking around dude, Boston. That's what I see when I'm walking around Boston. About two. Or it's three, a bunch of intellectuals. About two or three years ago, even the Red Sox. Sent out a tweet apologizing for their fan base for being racist. They did well, this. The, the, the Reds, of course, the Red Sox did that because the Red Sox are run by a bunch of nincompoops. Okay, and they're trying to you know, get you know get the uh, the sympathy fit on the sympathy train and all. Anyway, listen. <laughs> I'm going to get into this with you because I have other things to get to. I've got on this podcast we have your anti-Boston rhetoric, which we already had. We got the hoot nanny. Uh, we will have let's get scientific. And if we have time. And who knows? You know, dollars and cents matter. Time is of the essence here. Uh, we will have pop quiz. But I wanted to start with the Hoot Nanny. So the other night we had our 2021 Ben Maller show, a talent show. The Ben Maller talent show. It was this week. It was the night of the home run derby into the morning of the All Star game. And I got to tell you, this thing. I'm very proud. This thing has become a monster. It has become a monster in a very good way. In a very good way. When we started this bit years ago, uh, there were very few people that took part. Very few people that took part. Uh, but now it has become a toe-tapping good time. It has. <laughs> it, it, no, I'm not kidding. Right, right. I, I was blown away by the – I did not have high expectations. That's kind of how I live my life. I think it's better to have low expectations than be surprised rather than have high expectations and then you know be disappointed. So – I didn't expect all that much. I thought we'd get a couple of good songs, but I was like, it, as, as the show went on, it got off to a little slow start with Blind Scott, but it got better and better and better and better, and the talent show has become more and more popular, and it has nothing to do with me. It has n- absolutely nothing to do with I me. Mean, the, the listeners, I did nothing other than just judge the people that were singing and doing comedy and all that stuff, but when I started at Fox Sports Radio... And the network began, we were like the new kids on the block. And now, the reason I've determined, I did a analysis, a thorough analysis of why the talent show has become so damn good. And it's not because of me. It's not. It's because that the network is so popular now. Fox Sports Radio is the number one sports network out there. And as a result, we're on in more places and more tropical locations and all that. So we've gone from a big fish in a small pond to a blue whale in the mighty Pacific. And it's great. And so because of that reach, we have more and more people that are part of it all over the place, and it's it's awesome how how big this has become because we're we're on like 400 stations now and all over the U.S. and Canada and Hawaii, Alaska, you name it, uh, and the American Forces Network. So it's a big, pretty large stage, and as a result, uh, we have a very diverse set of players or actors, however you want to call them, that I believe are to be reckoned with. I believe, I mean, if you looking back at the hoedown, 
Uh, again, every, everyone sans Blind Scott, I thought, did a, did a really good job. Blind Scott sends me a million emails a day, though. Thank God he does not have my number. If Blind Scott, <laughs> no, seriously, if he had my number, he would be like uh, Doc Mike, who calls me nonstop. Oh, Doc Mike. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he would love to talk to you. I'll give you his number if mm-hmm. you want. I've you talked can, to him before. You have spoken to Doc Mike? You've, uh, you've uh, a long time ago. long time ago. How'd, how'd that go? Uh, it's weird. Strange. Yeah. Yeah, he's an, he's interesting. He's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, listen, I thought everyone took it seriously as much as you can take an overnight talent show seriously on a radio show. But uh, a lot of people leaving their comfort zone. Some of my personal favorites, I get asked this: "Is what do you really like?" I said, "Well, I liked all of them, but I always get a kick out of the unique acts." We had a guy, Ryan, the other night calling David in Kansas, and his special talent is to squeal like a pig, and he. <laughs> He regaled us with F. Altuve in Pig's Wheel. So he, imagine, if you will, a you know, big fat pig and squealing F. Altuve. And that was that was David in Kansas. And uh, that was that was great. I love the creativity. I like the, you're not going to like this guy because of where he's from, the Boston burper. Uh, the, no. This guy from Boston who can, he can burp on command. He can burp on, that's a skill. That is a skill. That, that is a skill. Everyone can, everyone's burped, right? We've all burped. It's part of being human. And everyone can appreciate it. So, and uh, I've burped more since I had my gallbladder taken out. I've realized my inner burping superpower. I feel it's like the PEDs of burping would be to have your gallbladder taken out because you're a lot more gassy and you have more, just all, there's a lot more gases that build up inside you. you Or drink soda. That works too. Yeah, well, that's a cheap way to get there. But I think that go under the knife and have your gallbladder taken out. Under the knife. Well, yeah, that's amazing. Listen, that if you look up the most painful operations, the gallbladder is at the very top. It is the most painful operation you can have. Why is it so painful? Well, it's because it's right in the middle, and it's uh, if you've ever had well, your your gallbladder is working, and you don't have a problem with your gallbladder. Last time okay. I checked, yeah, yeah. Trust me. I hope. Hopefully, you will not. But when you get gallstones, it feels like you're going to die. I, I've never died, but I'm sure I will at some point here, and I, I'm guessing whenever that is, it'll feel the same as when I had my gallstones because it just is right in the middle of your chest. You think you're having a heart attack, and you I, you cannot get comfortable. It's horrible. I don't know, man. I had a prostate exam. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That hurt. Oh, yeah? They yeah. They did the uh, cough over here. Uh, yeah, Moon River, my friend. Moon yeah. River. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I go twice a week just for fun. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine that loves... <laughs> I have a buddy that loves stethoscopes, so he... Talk about a weird thing. So he loves going to get uh, physical exams because he uh, they put the stethoscope on your on your chest. That's a weird that's a weird fetish, isn't it? I would say, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably, yeah, probably, yeah. Thunderstruck, adjective, shocked and amazed by the power of carnival fun. It's what happens when you ride Bolt, the world's first sea coaster. When you island hop till you drop. Thunderstruck. When you book four massages back to back, back. Too bad. Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? 
our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, what else did I like from the television? I like uh, Chris, Christy, I think was her name, from, I think she's in Kansas also. She had the Yankee Doodle Dandy, but she changed the words around. A Maller-themed version of Yankee Doodle Dandy. I thought that was very patriotic and nice. Uh, this guy, Harry, he makes violins. We think he's in Maine, Somerset, Maine. He was good. He was magnificent. Uh, Ohio Al, another one. A lot of these songs were recorded. Ohio Al sent in a spectacular tune. And, of course, you got the legends. The legends of the talent show, which are like Just Josh, Jay Scoop, who teamed up again and dominated. Ozzy Guy had a uh, monumental song uh, parody ripped off a TV song. And so that's a big mountain to climb. And uh, there's some of the other ones that we will not mention here. But next year, and I think we did did actually bring this up on the radio show this week in passing, that next year when we do the talent show, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to have a few different categories. Because right now it's just a jumbled mess. Everyone's in the the talent show, and it's like music versus comedy versus uh, weird, unique acts. So we're not sure exactly what we're going to do. Plans have not been confirmed, but we were spitballing some different ideas to give you a heads up on this, and we're, we're thinking of a few different categories. Most unique act is an obvious one we could do. Uh, musical recorded and live, so we'll have two different versions, recorded and live. A lot of people like to record their songs. Some people like to do it live, so we can do that. Uh, we can do uh, you know, s- some other. There's some other avenues we can go down. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. And but and and, and you know it's, it's possible. It's possible we won't do that. We'll forget about it. But I, at at this moment, we have a long way to go before we get to the next year's All Star break in baseball. But the plan is to to do it the way uh, we we want to do it. A little different. Not not the same. Change it up. Something to look forward to. All right, uh, we have Let's Get Scientifical. Let's Get Scientifical. And uh, this is an interesting study that came out. So we all use emojis. I, I would You use emojis, right, Ryan? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. And the most popular emoji in the world is blank. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. All right, what is it? The eggplant. Absolutely, <laughs> the eggplant. Yeah, <laughs> maybe for you, uh, but uh, but no, but no. Really? Uh, yes, uh, the most popular emoji is the laugh cry huh. emoji. Yeah, people love that. The old, old it, it's more popular than the just simply smiling yellow emoji. And uh, this is the the universal language of the world is the emoji. The eggplant must be in the top five at least, right? I do not have the top five list in front of me. Yeah. Uh, but I know in your household, it is number <laughs> it's, one. It's number one. Number one. What's number two? Let me guess. The uh, What is the uh, the one that looks like the tush? Is that number two? Is that the... Uh, uh, probably, no? I would guess probably the middle finger. The middle finger. Yeah. That's a solid one. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a solid one. Uh, anyway, so this I thought this was interesting. They they analyzed uh, millions and millions of social media posts in thirty countries, thirty countries around the world, which seems like a lot, but you know how many countries there are in the world? There are tons. I think there's what are there 195 something like that, close to 200, I think. So 30. So that's yeah, that's a small. Small sample. Anyway, uh, they looked uh, looked at all this stuff, and they looked at all the different emojis. There are over, I didn't realize this, there are over 1,700 different emojis. Is that real? It can't be that much. I don't think there's that many, right? No, there can't be that many. When I go on Twitter to send an emoji or I go on my phone, there's a few, there's like a few pages, but there ain't 1,700 emojis. I must be missing some emojis. Uh, anyway, so they uh, said there's a, there's only about a hundred common emojis that people use. But but I believe the reason there's only a hundred emojis people use is because on most devices that's all you have access to. How about that for a hot take? Is that a hot take? No, that's not a hot take. That's a hot take. Mm. No, no. But if you had access to more, you'd use more. But it is true that people uh, people like variety, but they really like only a few things. It's like with cable television back in the day when everyone had cable television and they had like. 200, 300 channels, but most people only watched about 12 or 13. That was it. And then and most of the other channels, nobody watched. And it's, it's kind of, it's the same concept with the internet. There's a million different websites, but you <laughs> you likely, when you go to the internet, you have a few that you check out. I know I do. I don't, I don't look at everything. There's a few that I go to, and then that's it. So mm. yeah. The dark web, that's probably where you hang out. Yeah, I, well, that's where my people are. That's where the <laughs> listeners are, the dark web, clearly. You can get anything you want there. And the dark web, I, I saw some screenshots of the dark web. It's like Amazon now. They have, it's so, so uh, wonderful. But you got to pay in like Bitcoin, I think. I think to buy all the contraband, you have to buy, you buy the Bitcoin and use the Bitcoin, I think. Uh, anyway, they said outside the United States, of the countries they looked at, the most frequent countries to use emojis are the Philippines, Brazil, and India. So those are the the big three. And that ends the emoji portion of the show. Eggplant. To, mm. oh yeah, go with you. Go with the eggplant. <laughs> All right. I like the walking emoji. I like that one. Let me see. What am I going to? I'm going to go to my emoji page right now. Hold on a sec here. Let's see. Push this up. We're doing this live. You're seeing live coverage of the emoji. Let me go to my recently used emojis to see what I'm using here. Oh, oh yeah, I have the uh, the chicken head emoji, the fry emoji because of my enjoyment of uh, eating uh, poutine with chicken on top. That's been my new thing. Mm. I see uh, the microphone emoji, the old school microphone. That's a big one. Uh, what else? Do I, have? I have the the water gun. Remember they they had a more menacing gun, but they turned it into a water gun. Yeah, because it was too offensive. Wow. Yeah, how stupid is that? You, people are triggered by an emoji. My God, I've got the parrot emoji for some reason. I think that might be a reference to Roscoe the parrot, the fake stuffed animal parrot that David in Florida brought to an appearance I did in Boston, and so I think I might have been sending that out to somebody. Uh, yeah. So that's it. That ends my hot emoji. I do have the laughing, crying emoji prominently mentioned. So there is that as well. Anyway, I don't use as many emojis as other people. My wife's a big emoji fan. She enjoys the emoji. Uh, anyway, uh, how about this? Armpits. Armpits. You ready for an armpit story? Uh, it's, sure. No? 
You like armpits? You like the smell? You like no, the smell no, 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 Ben. No. no. Okay, Ryan. All right, come back. So, <laughs> so because of the last year and the COVID and all that stuff, and the world shut down, but now the world back open. The uh, a, a new survey. It's not a study. It's a survey of women found that the pandemic and the re, you know what's been going on in the world is causing them to rethink how to take care of their armpits. Yeah, and this is not good. This is not good news, uh, Ryan. It's not. Uh, they say one in three women are uh, shaving their underarms less than over the last year a- at home. And here's the kicker. The reason I brought this up, many of the women plan to continue to not shave their armpits post-pandemic. How about that? Okay, Chewbacca. <laughs> bunch of freaking Wookiees over there. That's disgusting. 31% of women who have cut back on shaving uh, during the pandemic, uh, of those 13%, so almost 15%, say they plan on keeping it going once the crisis is over. There you go. Okay. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about armpits. I don't. I do do the smell test though, and I don't leave the house much. But when I leave the house, if I'm going to like a social engagement, I'll do the old sniff test to make sure it doesn't smell. The survey found the biggest armpit issues are worries over hair, sweat, and stinky odor. Yes, that makes sense. Stinky odor. Yeah. What else would you be worried about regarding your armpit? I guess they said here uh, they want. Uh, what does it say here? Uh, they want perfection in the armpit. No hair. No marks. Uh, even skin tone, everything has to be perfect for the armpits. Uh, just so. shave them and make sure they smell fine. Yeah, it's not that it. hard, right? It's pretty it's simple. Pretty little simple. Grooming, little grooming, you know, got to do it every once in a while. Can't be a disheveled mess. Uh, the next one, in the swamp. In the swamp we go as we get scientific on the fifth hour. So uh, it turns out this is actually true. They, the science, science researchers have determined that alligators – can actually regrow that young. Now, there's only young alligators. When they get old, they can't do this. But young alligators can actually regrow their tails. You might have heard that a wise tale about alligators, but it's true. If the if the alligator tail gets cut off, this new study reveals that they are able to uh, regrow. Now, why does that matter? Why am I bringing this up? Well, the scientists are studying this, hoping to find ways that humans who have suffered traumatic injuries will at some point be able to like regrow a finger or a toe or something along. How crazy would that be? I wonder if we have that in our, in our bodies. You know, we're all, we, there's a lot of stuff in the brain that we don't really know about. Like what if there's some, some hidden part of the brain would allow you to uh, you know, recreate part of your body if you lose it? That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah, I think they tried that with the Spider-Man villain, and then all hell broke loose. <laughs> Not a good idea. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, in uh, countries like China, they're doing that stuff right now. They're, they're trying all that weird crap. They're, uh, they don't have as many laws as we have here in the, in the old United States. But if you can regenerate something, like, I mean, we don't have tails. Although we used to have tails, right? Isn't there, humans used to have tails, and we had a third eye. Isn't that the, uh, the line? Back third, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. No, we did. No. I think it's called the brown uh, eye uh, there, Ben. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. The third eye. You've never you've never heard the third eye theory? No? Like the mind's eye, yeah. I mean. No. 
No, a, a, a human's third eye. We never. No. Uh, oh, right, I, it's in the middle of the forehead. Okay, it's a spiritual third eye. You've never heard that before. Come on. Yeah, the mind's eye. That's what they call it. The third eyelid, right there. Yeah, but at some point, it's like when you go back and look at those old drawings of, like in the Middle East, you know, and when, when you know in the early days of you know, human, what became us. If they have the eye on the forehead right there, boom. Yeah, same. Anyway, all right. Uh, how about this uh, for a is this a horror film or just like a cartoon comedy? Goldfish that are the size of footballs are taking over U.S. lakes. How about that one? That's not true. Yes. Yes. I've seen photos. I'm going to send you a photo right now. Hold on a second. I'm going I'm to text you a photo here. It must be next to a power plant or something. Hold on a sec here. That is a goldfish right there. I just I just sent a text to Ryan so you can see the, the photo I'm looking at here. Check that out. Is that not? Come on. Right that's, there. That's photoshopped. <laughs> no, it's not. A, uh, it says football-sized goldfish are taking over a Minnesota lake. Shout out to Minnesota. And the, the, what happened, These these the goldfish were dumped by their owners, and this is a city about 15 miles. It's in Burnsville, Minnesota, about 15 miles south of Minneapolis. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And they, they've issued a warning. City officials have issued a warning urging residents to stop releasing their pet fish after they recovered multiple foot-long aquatic invaders, according to the story here. This is from uh, Live Science. I got this story. And, uh, yeah, the, the released goldfish can grow to several times their domesticated size. Okay, so when I was growing up, I had goldfish. They never got this big. This is BS. Yeah. I, I don't think it's BS. I had goldfish, too. They didn't live that long. Well, there you go. I mean, like, that's this is Photoshop. Either that no, or, it's like, not. It's steroids or HGH or something in the water. I don't know. That is wild. That's the size of what you, the kind of fish you would want to catch if you were in Alaska, right? That's that's a that's a big hardy fish. So are the is this like the dog thing where dogs have been genetically modified to get smaller? You know, some certain breeds of dogs have gotten to the point where they're really small, but they could be big if you know they started out big. Have have the, is the goldfish a human creation? Like in, and it's really sh- they should be in their natural habitat that big, mind blowing. Seems fishy. I see what you did there. Yeah, uh, how dare you? All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches. Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. 
Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I have more pet stories. I love pet stories. You got a dog? You have a dog over there, Ryan? I used to. I used to have two dogs, two Cocker Spaniels way back in the day. You should get a dog. You should get another dog. Ah, that's, Dogs are great. I'm too busy. Oh, come on. I can barely, get it, get it. I, I can barely uh, uh, watch out Take for your, myself, okay? No, I can't either. But you get a dog. I get a doggy door if you can there. Have a you know, place to go out and poop and all that. You're, you're good to go. All right. Anyway, uh, puppies. According to a new study, puppies are born with a knack of being able to read human gestures. And uh, so this is in their, their DNA when they're born. How crazy is that? Uh, so they say that you know, a, lot of, a lot of human beings believe that dogs just kind of get you. Uh, the puppies have an aptitude for understanding human gestures that is not seen in their closest relatives, the wolf. And, of course, the legend of the wolf, that every dog started out as a wolf, you know, wolf pups and all that. But when they said even when wolves are raised by human beings as domesticated pets, they still are unaware of the human gestures. They're not, they don't have it. But dog puppies, they can read directions, like when you point towards food, even if they've not had any actual dog training. But wolf puppies uh, do not follow human gestures. So uh, there you go. How about that? There's a fun fact. So the dog. Now, now my dog, Bella, has determined that the carpet in the living room here at the temporary Maller Mansion, the halfway house that I'm living in until I move into the other house, she has determined that that is actually grass. It is not carpet, and that is where she has chosen to defecate rather than go outside. And it's very annoying. And she, she has no shame in her game, Ryan. Like the other night, she woke me up. And, you know, during the day, obviously, I say night, but I sleep during the day. She woke me up during the day because she had to go to do a tinkle, as Giannis Adentacumbo said. So I was like, okay. And so I get up and I let her, I open the door to let her go outside. And she, uh, right in front of me, walks over to the carpet and starts uh, getting busy doing her business there. And I, I'm like, what are you doing? I start screaming. I'm like, what are you, eh, doesn't care, you know. I, we're going we're gonna to have to get new carpet in this place when we move because it's I, unbelievable. It's insane, man. It sounds like I the, think she's a wolf. That sounds like the dog is actually training you, Ben. That's what it sounds it's like. Bull, it's bullshit. Be, let me tell you, that dog. <laughs> Bella, actually, it's Bella, dog shit. But yeah. Well, that's true. No, that's true. But the, but the dog, touche. But the dog <laughs> is trained. The dog is trained. The dog is. I I we've never had this issue before. Only occasionally when it rained. When it rained, Bella would not go outside because she's a diva and she didn't want to get wet. But other than that, you know, good to go. Hot to trot. With the dog poop in the right place. But uh, not right now. Not right now. Uh, anyway, all right, what else do we have here? Let's see here. Uh, oh, this is this is great. Another, I guess it's kind of an animal story. Uh, hunting, uh, or not hunting, uh, scientists have determined that 96% of movies show sharks 
in a negative light, hurting conservation efforts. So people that love sharks are offended by this. They're annoyed by this. And they say that uh, Hollywood is making people scared of sharks. Really? So right. We should not be scared of sharks. Mm. Yeah, I think right. the fact that sh- sharks like eat people is actually hurting sharks. <laughs> well, statistically, they don't eat that many people. Statistically, <laughs> that many, they okay. They don't eat that uh, okay, many people. You know. 96% of 109 shark films listed on IMDb portray interactions between humans and the apex predators as overtly threatening. And much of the impact still stems from the 1975 blockbuster Jaws. Uh, they also mentioned Sharknado. Is that still a thing? Are they still making Sharknado movies? I wanted to be in one. I thought that was so cheesy I could be in a Sharknado movie, but they never asked me to be in a Sharknado movie. I never watched uh, those movies. Jaws is great. Scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Yeah. Have you been to the Jaws ride at Universal? Well, you know, when they do, do the tour at Universal Studios, they take you by the Jaws, like recreated set and all that? Uh, I have not, actually. You have not? Oh, okay. They actually filmed most of Jaws, though, on the coast of New England. Oh, great. Uh, they, yeah. That's really awesome, did. yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say around <laughs> – well, no, here's the point. About 2% of the known 548 species of sharks have attacked humans. See, it's just 2%. Okay. That's it. Uh, they're called apex predators for a reason. No, no, I know. But the uh, do the odds. The odds of being killed by a shark in the U.S. are more than 3.7 million to one. Oh. But that, yeah. That's fine. But um, sharks are evil, and they like to bite people's <laughs> arms off. So, no. F sharks. F the sharks. F sharks. Like Instead of F Altuve, F the sharks. That, too. There is a way to have a 100% chance of not being eaten by a shark is to not go into the ocean. That's why I don't do it. You're, I like pools better than the ocean. But so I say that because I don't like the ocean here in California. I love I, I, going to like Hawaii or somewhere like that. It's awesome. Where the water is like light blue or green. Man, is that great. And the, the water in California, not most of Southern California is not that color. I don't enjoy it. I don't. I do not like it. Yeah, because yeah, it's dirty. That's why. Exactly. Especially like Venice Beach, that area. Oh, my God. Jeez, Holy so shit. filthy. It is disgusting. I wouldn't put my enemy in that water. Uh, that is horrific. Absolutely horrific. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, all right. I think that's that's good, right? We've, we've reached our quota of scientific. We don't need to do pop quiz. You don't need pop quiz, right? You're good with that. Yeah, you, want to sure. do a, you want to do a couple of pop quizzes just to appease the masses? Of course. Okay. A, a recent study found that blank are the most borrowed items. What do people borrow more than anything? Uh, I will say a cigarette. Uh, huh. No, because you can't really give a cigarette back once you've borrowed a cigarette. You can't really give it back. The same cigarette. Uh, a, a book. Book, yeah. You don't. You're not a reader. Well, I mean, you, no one like, like, you know, borrows books. They just you can just find it online. You know, read it off off a tablet or something. Yeah, they say though that the book, the most borrowed item, there's something about holding a book in your hands and cuddling up on a chair. Really, on, on a cool night in the winter time, and no, 
What are you, 80 years old or something? Or? No, I'm not. I'm just giving you the Hollywood trope. I don't. I, I read so much on the internet. I don't have. I really don't have much time to read books these days. I don't. Uh, I kind of wish I did though. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Uh, seven out of ten people always use blank at the dinner table. What is it? Uh, a napkin. No, no, no. Uh, paper plates. Paper plates. Yeah. Huh. You a paper? You're a single guy, right? You paper plates. You know? Uh, uh, yes, because I hate cleaning. So yes, paper plates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 21% of women do this before going to the gym. What is it? They put makeup on. Uh, yeah, lipstick. Yeah, that counts. Yes. I was blown away by this one. I, I don't go to the gym anymore because I have a, I work out at where I live, but well, I don't right now because my treadmill's in 13,000 pieces because it got moved. But anyway, uh, so I, uh, I, I remember going to the gym and it would be like early in the morning. And people would be wearing makeup. And then I'd go to the gym occasionally in the afternoon. People would have the makeup on. Then I'd go late at night sometimes on the weekends when I didn't work. And there'd be women in the way. Like, it's like they're, I don't know, it's like a dating thing or something like that. But I would think if you're a woman, you wouldn't want to have makeup on because, you know, not that I wear makeup other than when I did TV. But, Ryan, doesn't makeup run? Like, when you get sweaty, doesn't it start running down your face? No. Women do this just to get noticed at the gym. They put makeup on, and they're not even doing anything. They're standing around there. And then you look at them, and they're like, don't look at me. I'm like, you see how you're dressed? You know? You know? Like these, like these tight-ass clothes, you know? I don't know about you, but when I go to the gym, I got a loose shirt on, some nasty old sweats. I'm, yeah, I'm there yeah, to work yeah. out. These girls are looking like they're about to go like a... <laughs> film a porno or something. <laughs> no, I don't disagree with that. Like, there are ways, I mean, t- if you don't want people to look at you, there are ways to get people not to look at you. But I think the lesson of that is uh, it, it depends. It's like a sliding scale of how attractive they find you generally, right? Because I'm thinking, like, if you're attractive, they don't really care if you're looking at them, right? But if you're unattractive, it becomes problematic. Or if they find you unattractive is what I'm trying to say. You know what, you know what I mean by that? Like, it's the... It's that weird, weird dichotomy where it's like, well, if you're attractive, you can. This is okay. It's just flirting. But if you're not attractive to the person, then you're a creepster. Yes, exactly. Welcome I, to life. Yeah, life one on one. Ben Maller. Thank you. I life totally lessons. agree with you. I totally life agree. Lessons. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I was always the, the uh, seen as the creepy guy, not the attractive guy. So I got a lot of. What are you doing? What is going on? Why are you doing that? But I agree with you. It's very hard as a uh, you know a, a heterosexual male uh, to uh, see certain things and not look right when you're. It's just it's hard to do that. It's human nature. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. All right, that is it. We'll put the baby to bed. How can people fi- follow you, Ryan? Since you are the new host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, I am. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's as news far to as me. We know, <laughs> you're, the, you're the interim yes. host. You're the interim host uh, on yeah. Twitter at Ryan McBain. M-C-B-A-I-N. R-Y-A-N, yeah. by the way, if you can't spell Ryan. And uh, Ryan McBain on Twitch, if you want to yell at me for hating Ooh, Boston. On Twitch, yeah. All my Boston guys, you can attack Ryan for right. hating on Boston, having an antiquated take on Boston. Just spitting the real. Yeah, okay. That was the real, like, you know, 30 years ago. Anyway, all right, that's it. We'll put the baby to bed. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday. Don't forget the mailbag on Sunday, one of my favorite Shows of the week, the Sunday mailbag, and we'll get to that next time. And see you then. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com.
Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.